All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rolling through a lovely Wednesday afternoon. How are you? Welcome back to the Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Day two for us. Fewer little uh, ghosts in the studio. Which is nice. There's still the uh, the camera ghosts that uh, show up on YouTube every now and then, but uh, we'll we'll have it figured out soon. Hundred percent. It's better today, but it's uh, it's still annoying, especially for uh, for Declan and Tyler, the guys who have to fix it all the time. So, Cons and I just sit here like the uh, you know, the lazy kings and do nothing. I, I get in the way. They fix it. Like yeah. I, I'm a problem when that happens. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll get it fixed. Thanks for everybody who's uh, listening uh, on uh, the radio, online, uh, watching. On uh, Orders Nation YouTube, we appreciate it. Uh, the Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where all the revenues stay right here in the province. Alberta's only online regulated gambling website, PlayAlberta.ca. And if you do play, stay within your limits. Use your Game Sense, GameSense.ab.ca. And uh, it's been a busy show. Uh, Connor McDavid did speak while we were uh, interviewing uh, Kelly Buckberg with we'll uh, some of his thoughts. Uh, right now, as we get to the uh, spec report brought to you by GS Construction. They're also celebrating their 50th anniversary and they're hiring. Go to Indeed.com, look up GS Construction. If you want to work for uh, for a great company, great benefits, GS Construction. As uh, we welcome in from uh, Sportsnet, Mark Spector. Spec, how you doing? 
Hey, there you are, Jason. Doing very well. How are you doing? Buddy, I'm good. I like the shirt. Looking good. Um, well, I guess let's start the the Heritage Classic. You know, they had a press conference today. They still didn't unveil the jerseys. Like, man, like they're, they're really kind of slow rolling this a little bit. Yeah, this is what this is how the NHL works. It today's press conference was a reminder that hey, remember, there's a game here. Uh, if you want to get tickets, you better hurry. Uh, and then they'll have another event coming out where they can say do the uniforms, and there will be less tickets available, but still some, and that'll be a chance to sell some more, right? And then they'll probably run something else out and sell the last few. So listen, buddy. These guys put three of these games on every year. They know how to pitch them. Yeah, no, it's fair. I just, hey, people are, you know, it's September now. They're still two weeks from training camp. They're like, give me something. And I get it. I, you know, they, they took away the alumni game, unfortunately, uh, for them. I, I know the orders organization really wanted. I know the players. I talked to some alumni players. Like they were fired up to even get, they were hoping to get the invite. Because, you know, that's like a big honor yeah. if, if you could have got the invite for that. But, uh, you know, the NHL now. Are the, the, are the- like you can't the play on the same guys game. Get too old for that game, Jay, or what? Well, the big guys were, but I think like the Ryan Smith, Doug Waite era, Jason Smith, Steve Stales, you know that that type of guys, and even go into you know if you want to go into the, you know even the you know, ten years ago type of players, right? Like Strutty, if they asked him, you don't think he'd play? Sure. Yeah. So they they. I def- suppose you could play against the the Flames teams that yeah, would have Jerome like Brathwaite and yeah. Jerome McGinley, you know, Chris Dingman, and yeah. guys like that. Sure, maybe get Mika Kiprasov and Jerome McGinley, Robin Regeer, like that kind of era, right? I don't. I think it would have been a lot of fun. Maybe. Well, if you're inviting Robin Regeer, you better tell Alish Hemsky he's coming. Hey, you know what? Uh, you give Hemsky credit, man. And I talked to Robin about it a lot. I do give him credit. And because he said, man, like, like he never shot away at all. He played hard. He never, he kept going down Regeer's wing and Regeer punished Hemsky and Hemsky kept going back. My hat's off to Alish, man. No yeah. doubt about it. No, it was great. Now, um, Connor McDavid spoke. A lot of it was about the Heritage Classic, but uh, you know, they, they have these captain skates here. Like, do you sense like, and then this might be an odd question, but is it too early to be this business or is this a good thing to be this business-like approach early on? Well, what McDavid has said before, said to me a couple of weeks ago, he says, you know, we need to – guys show up in shape, Jason. It's not the old days where you come to captain shape uh, skates and you're still not quite ready to play. These guys are – you know, they just came, most of them came out of Gary Roberts's camp. Yeah. They're so fit right now. So he basically said, let's get something out of these skates. Let's get yeah. more organized. He talked to the coaches that are running the practices and said, let's, let's do something that's going to help us. Let's not just go out there and skate around in circles and do the horseshoe here. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's the Connor McDavid, I think, Jason, that we both know and that the fans know, right? If he's going to strap it on and come out here and skate for two weeks, well, let's let's get something out of it. Let's do something. So I saw some viz from practice this morning, and, and they were, you know, it looked like a regular midseason practice. They're doing all the drills, and all the guys are there. And, and, you know, I guess my question would be to you, when it really matters here in April, Will we look back to these captain skates and say, oh, boy, that made the difference? I doubt it. But I guess if you're going to be on the ice, you'll be getting something done, right? Well, when you when people talk about the word culture and when they talk about expectations, 
I think it's it's painfully obvious to anybody who who's watched the orders the last few years what their biggest weakness was. I think we all know what it is, right? They defensively and they, they just kinda had that ability to give up the easy goal too often. And they eliminate that. Like and the funny thing is, even with all that in mind, they still have the second most wins since Jay Woodcroft arrived as head coach. Like the orders are a really good team. And so I, I expect them to, to do quite well uh, this regular season, and, I, and I'm and I'm fascinated to see what kind of moves Ken Holland makes at the trade deadline. Because make no mistake, Speck, like he knows he's in his window to win. I, you know, the, we all know the the first the first round pick is up for grabs. Great, it's, you know, it's probably going to be like a 25th and later type of pick. But you know, what other deals potentially could be there? Because it, it's not like I know people say cup or bust. I don't really agree with that. I just think it's it, it's cup or frustration. For this team, and that's fair, but you could say that about Toronto. I think you could say that about Carolina. I, you know, Carolina to me is like the, yeah. the orders of the East a little bit, yeah. although the orders have more talent. They are. Uh, at least high end offensive talent, not defensively. But, you know, and there's other teams that are in that category where it's not just bust, but it'll be frustration. And I, I'm really fascinated to see if they can eliminate that consistently, what has been their biggest weakness really in, in the era of this team. Well, I said to Connor McDavid this afternoon, I said, you know, when the season ends, you guys always say it's too soon to talk about why we lost. And then when we see you again in September, you're always focused on the coming season. So I said, take us back. Did you figure out over the summer what it was that that really cost you against Vegas? And the first thing he went to, he said, you know, he said, there's lots of little mistakes that were made, but he said, in game five yes. we're in vegas we're up by one with five minutes to play in the second and by the time the third period starts we're down by two you know so he goes where we all go right it's keeping the puck out of the net listen i was the guy that wrote oh my goodness how many years ago did they lose to the chicago blackhawks that until the leaders are focused defensively and playing proper defensive hockey none of the followers will be well the leaders are there now Connor McDavid isn't talking about we lost because we didn't score enough goals. He's talking about we didn't succeed because we made mistakes defensively. Yeah. So they're there, and they're going to hold the rest of this team to account. Uh, I wouldn't at all be surprised to see McDavid and Drysaddle's numbers or production go down just a little bit. It wouldn't surprise me a bit. But if it does, it'll come with goals against going down even more, and I think that's the key for this team to win. Yeah, like I look at the like the orders – they could reduce 20 goals for and still be the top scoring team in the NHL. It's actually 24. Right. So like they, like they've got goals to lose and and if they could eliminate 20 goals against, well then now you're hovering around a, you know, 10th or 11th, which is where Vegas was in the regular season last year. And then, you know, and then lots of other things like Aiden Hill comes out of nowhere. Good for him, but not many people had Aiden Hill being a 932 goaltender in the playoffs when he never played a playoff game before. But that's what's great about the postseason. Right. There's always unpredictability. Um, well, the the goaltending position in Edmonton, we know who the two goalies are going to be, you know, barring injury, it's Campbell and Skinner. What What's your sense on Campbell's ability to to be a consistent, reliable goalie this year? Well, you know, let me take it just a little bit of a different place. What I never get, Jason, is what happened in Edmonton last year. They split... You know, Skinner played more games than Campbell played. He was the number one goalie. We get that. 
but but Campbell played. Campbell played. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, and uh, it was a long time ago. But he played thirty percent of the games. Let's say then the playoffs start, and Skinner plays every minute of every game. Like, you know, I don't get how hockey teams and hockey coaches use one system all season and then go to a brand new system in the playoffs. I don't. Skinner has proved to us last year that he was not ready. Right, he was not ready to play every minute in the playoffs. His game waned as the playoffs went on. His save percentage started with eight. You cannot win when your goalie save percentage starts with eight. I don't blame the goaltender as much as I blame, I guess, Jay Woodcroft, frankly, for not saying, this kid never played this many games in a row all season and kept his game together. Why do I think it's going to happen in the postseason? Right? He yeah. needed to get spelled off by Campbell. The offside, offshoot of that is, Jay, Campbell's got to be good enough yes. that when he gets his turn, they still win hockey games, right? Campbell has to hold up his end here. He's a $5 million goalie who had an awful season last year. This is this is a career year for Jack Campbell, and he I'm not telling any stories out of school here. This is the year we find out if Jack Campbell's a real goalie or a bad signing. And this is the year. We're going to know. When this season's over, I don't want to hear any stories. It's like golf, Jay. Right, there's no room on the scorecard for a story here. Either the playoffs start and Jack Campbell can play some games and win them, yeah. And if he can't, buy him out and move on. Yeah, or or try to Cal Peterson him, right? And you know, just move him out and yeah, whatever and, you do, yeah, do yeah, something, something out. If yeah. he can't play this year, he can't play. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, especially at five million bucks. I, yeah, you couldn't. Uh, yep. Yeah, there'd be insanity to uh, to bring him back. Um, I, I'm now I'm, I'm hearing some whispers that the orders are looking, not a guarantee that, the, you know, they're looking, there's still some, you know, unsigned players out there that I, I just, I think Edmonton wants more competition, you know, in, in their bottom six and specifically maybe even in their fourth line, right? Like, you know, Brandon Sutter, Sam Gagne are going to come in and maybe they will be the answer. They don't know. But, and then Raphael Lavoie and Lane Peterson have yet to prove themselves as NHL players. Like, would you be surprised if between now and the start of training camp, they signed another player, another forward for potentially a league minimum. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. You got anybody in mind? Is there a fourth line center fishing around out there that's still open that you like? That's the problem. Not not, not really, right? Like the one player that, that no. I'm interested in, Spec, is Maxime Comtois. Right, like Maxime yep. Comtois is the one. Like he's six foot two. He's two hundred ten pounds. He skates. Now yep. I've told that you know that if, if there's a concern, it's that the uh, the engine doesn't rev high all the time. Now players, you know what? You go through a whole summer and no one's signing you. You know, like his last contract, he got the big raise to two point three million. He's probably pretty happy. And then the next two years, it didn't work out. Like sometimes yep. we've seen guys that you've kind of got to be. In, you know, put on notice a little bit. And all of a sudden it's like, Hey, wait a sec. Like, Oh my goodness, man. Like if I don't turn this around, I might be out of the league. Right? And so, yeah. you know, I don't know, but I yeah. just, he, he's now it'd be easier to just put him on a PTO. I totally understand it. Right. But uh, so, and that maybe that's all it is, but he's an interesting player. Now the problem is he's more of a left winger and they've already got Kane and they've already got Nugent Hopkins and they've already got Fogle and they've already got Holloway. Like, you know, they got Jan Mark. Like I think they have enough left wingers. That's why it might not fit. But he's an intriguing name for me. He's a guy that you have to be the team that gets him at the right time. Yes. Okay. Anaheim picked him. He's the first round pick, right? Yeah. Anaheim picked him. He was supposed to be a, a top six 
productive player. He is, I covered this world junior. I do believe he was the captain of Canadian Canada's junior team. If I'm not mistaken, uh, he was a high end offensive player coming in the league. The his career started. He's not a high end offensive player. He's a bottom six player, mm -hmm. Jason. Yeah. Does, does there's Max nothing... come to us himself as a bottom six player? Yeah, it's a fair question. To, you know, I, I don't want him if he still thinks he's a top six player. I want to be the team that gets him when he realizes what he is. Uh, I don't know where his head's at right now. I'll tell you this. What the Oilers, the one spot the Edmonton Oilers need, they need to get a fourth-line center and that can push Derek Ryan to the right side. That guy on every Stanley Cup team I've covered, Jason, is not a young guy like Comtois. He's an older, mm -hmm. veteran, good face-off man, a guy that's been around, and you know he's basically a centerman version of Yanmark. Right, he's John Madden. He's he's, he's a you know, the old D Carbonal. Yeah, right. Uh, he's more he's of a trade of deadline guys. acquisition, is what you're saying? Because Zach Aston Reese, now he doesn't, he's not the veteran player, but you know Zach Aston Reese in limited minutes had ten goals last year, right? Like you're looking for somebody mm -hmm. that can can play a role um, for your team, kill some penalties, chip in a little bit. Like I, I think there's some it, options out there if the orders are intrigued to do it. You know what else, Jay? What you got to remember here. Um, if you, you don't, you don't have, they're not in LTIR anymore, so no. they don't have to solve every one of their problems in the summer. Yeah, that's fair. right. They can take that vacancy into the season. They can play Ryan at fourth line center, maybe a little more than they want to. Maybe they give Sutter a shot. Maybe they give Gagne a shot. They figure it out. And if we get to February and now you can look around, you can find that fourth line, uh, fourth line center who's on an expiring contract and you get them for a fourth-round pick, right? Yeah. That's probably what Ken Holland will end up doing. I don't see the guy out there right now. Uh, maybe they find him. I, I don't see a trade. But, again, they're not an LTIR anymore. It's a different team now. Ken Holland can do things at the deadline. I know he's capped out. I get all that. But he can do things at the deadline that he couldn't do when this club was an LTIR. Yeah, barring a serious injury during the season, they're going to be able to accrue cap space for the first time in three, four years. So that's a benefit for sure. Yeah. Spec, yeah. good chat with you, my man. We will uh, chat with you tomorrow. Have a good one. Yeah. All right. So Spec Report brought to you by GS Construction. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you live in the Ewell studio here in uh, West Edmonton Mall for Sports 1440. When we return, Big Mac, Steve McIntyre, will uh, join us on the Wednesday edition of the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Continuing on Wednesday afternoon, the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 is always brought to you by our title sponsor, PlayAlberta.ca, where you can uh, get in the game. Bet responsibly, PlayAlberta.ca. And uh, bottom of three, Seattle up two to one on Cincy. Not not a great start. Not a great start. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Our uh, play Alberta picks of the day, and uh, if we win all the proceeds at the end of the month, everything goes to a charity. This month, it's uh, helping out kids sports. So we'll, we'll always get your thoughts. So think about it today, and be sure to text in tomorrow in the first hour of the show, and uh, we'll we'll do some some uh, you know game prop bets in the NFL. Who you like? We'll get to that. All right. We are going to get to the uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton. Great locally owned dealership. Mike Norris and the crew, Jordan them down there. If you're looking for a fantastic vehicle, 
Very few places that are better. You can finance a new demo or certified pre-owned vehicle for as low as 1.49% at Canada's number one Volvo dealership, volvoofedmonton.com. Steve McIntyre is uh, going to uh, join us uh, momentarily. Um, the Oilers, of course, uh, the big news, The uh, they, they haven't officially unveiled it, but the logo you could see. So there's going to be official announcement soon for the uh, the Heritage Classic for the, for those who are looking for tickets. Um, I, I guess the good news is, barring a stunner, the weather should be much more enjoyable for fans. And there won't be two games this year, which is actually, I, I think, a little bit of a disappointment, if I'm being honest. I think a lot of people would have loved to have an alumni game. And yeah, even though it's a long day, you would have liked it, especially if the weather is not going to be freezing cold, right? Especially it's not going to be freezing cold. So, um, you know, the, you know, there's still tickets available. If you're looking, it's probably going to happen right up until the end. Now, uh, flames fans likely going to travel quite well for that. So be prepared. Now, uh, we are joined a big friend of the show. Steve McIntyre joins us uh, once again, Steve, Welcome back, man. How you doing? Gregory, how are you? I'm great. Oh, I'm doing all right. Now, as we speak, are you wearing a pair of Wranglers and buckskin boots right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got a pair of uh, Wranglers. I'm, I'm wearing a Canadian tuxedo right now. <laughs> I love it. Don't change, buddy. That's fantastic. I, oh. I haven't changed for the last 40 years. Oh. Never will. Never will. Yeah, I ain't changing. No, that's great. Now, do, do you wear the cowboy hat too regularly? I wear it as much as I can. Ooh, nice, like a Stetson. Yeah. No, hell no. Come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I, you know, I, it kind of varies. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, depends on the, you know. There's a couple little things that I'm a little fussy about, but yeah, no, I'm not a Stetson fan. Okay. Now, I know you're you're going to be part of the uh, the Hockey Heroes event coming up on uh, September t- uh, September 9th. Steve, how's uh how's your playing skills right now? Do you play a lot or are you out uh, you know, are you practicing oh. the Michigan? What's going on? You know what? Uh I play well, I was playing junior hockey out here in Saskatchewan. Oh, I saw that. And yeah, it, it was uh it was I mean, I had a lot of fun. I played with a lot of guys I played hockey with and uh, you know, coming up through the through the ranks, actually. So that was kind of cool. Actually, let me rephrase that. I played with two guys, <laughs> and the rest of them are retired. I was the oldest guy, obviously. And uh, you know, then the old saying goes: the mind is willing and the body is is weak. Sometimes I kind of came to that conclusion. So I'm kind of semi-retired. I don't, you know, I, I enjoy going out and skating for causes such as this and, and getting out with the guys as much as I can, uh, the alumni. And then I also play a little bit of beer league hockey here in Brock uh, with the Bandits. Uh, it's our local uh, adult uh, rec team that uh, I enjoy playing here in Brock. So, uh, But as of late, I haven't been on the skates, I don't think, since, uh, oh, shoot, probably January maybe. So, yeah, not, but, oh. yeah, it should be. Uh, now, are, are, are you going to go? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you going to rent some ice before the ninth just to limber up a bit or just you're going in cold saying, here we go. Let's see what I got. Wow, shoot. I mean, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in there and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Do the best I can. Now, when you're playing, enjoy the, well, sorry, Steve, when you're playing beer league, are you defense or forward? Oh, whatever they need. I, I'm, I'm, I, I skate around with my, with a smile on my face, and I realize that man, what a wonderful game that I got to play. You know, and then get paid to play at at, at such a high level. It, you kind of really appreciate that, and and at that caliber at that stage in my life I'd say hey we're I'd play net if they needed me to I've actually thought about playing net and then I like and I thought that for about uh, a half a second and then I'm like no I, I don't think I'm going to do that but uh, but no I play whatever whatever they need me to play utility man uh, I'm a Jason Strudwick kind of guy a Jason Strudwick kind of guy okay so I, I like that a useful guy good team guy in the room that's, <laughs> that's totally good now yeah. we, we had Jordan Eberly on the uh, program yesterday of course, uh, now oh, well. playing with the Seattle Kraken. And, uh, you know, he was talking about his um, his first NHL game, which uh, you know, coincided with the toe drag moves. Pretty sweet goal. And, uh, and then oh. we were living the story because I had a conversation with him and, and a young Taylor Hall because that was the Steve oh, McIntyre, yeah. uh, Radis, uh, of Annan's fight. And you got to remember, yeah. like, these guys were like Everly was 20 years old. Hall was 18. Just young kind of guys, right, coming out of junior and I still right. remember, like, a few days later for them, they were just like, oh, my goodness. Like, they had never seen men that big and have a fight like that, Steve. And, it, like, what was your uh, – because I got their side of it. What was it for you when you saw uh, Everly score that goal as a rookie in that game? Well, I mean, obviously I had – well, I actually had a front-row ticket. I think I was in the penalty box. <laughs> I had a front-row, you know, seat to it. I was in the penalty box watching it, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like – I mean, just the 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 calmness, the like. I mean, just the whole how it all worked out, and just it was it just it was probably one of the prettiest things I've ever seen 
uh, in my entire life as far as how effortless it was and just how smooth, like just, you know, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, this is like Mario Lemieux smooth. Like this is, you know, uh, it was an unbelievable goal and it was just, holy cow, I got to be a part of it. It's like, wow. Um, it was it was pretty interesting. It, like I said, it was it was exciting and and you know uh, to be a part of that uh, was pretty special. Steve McIntyre joins us. Steve, the thing I will always remember about you uh, when you played, like obviously some of your tilts were memorable, but it, the thing that stood out to me the most still was when, when I saw you after your first NHL game. You're you're in the dressing room afterwards, and your father comes in the room. And you guys had this, like, both big men, you had this huge, massive bear hug. And both of you were crying because being in that game, like, making it finally after slugging it out in the East Coast League and the American League and so many people saying you never do it. Um, looking back, because there was a lot of guys that just, you know, they weren't willing to even show that emotion outwardly. And I remember talking to Sean Horkoff and, and Ethan Morrow afterwards, and they talked about how, how, how seeing that even as players reminded them of just how lucky you are to be in the NHL. And they said, like, the one thing Big Mac always brought was kind of a reminder of, guys, I don't care how bad it is, we're still in right. the NHL. Like, is, is, is that one of your favorite, like, father-son moments, that hug that you had in the room that day? <laughs> Golly, you're really kind of tearing a guy up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, probably that, and, and then the time where, you know, uh, I was in Calgary and, and it was, well, I fought Jimmy Vandermeer and it was my first game, you know, in, in, in an Oiler jersey and, and I'll never forget it. I, I, I put the jersey on and I looked at Chopper and I literally had, had tears in my eyes <clears throat> because it was like, you know, I'm, I'm here. Like yeah. if, if I played the last game, you know, I played it as an Oiler. And, uh, and then after that game, you know, I had a fairly good game and, and my dad looked at me and he said, well, you know, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> and, uh, and then to kind of put the icing on the cake, the first, you know, the first game that uh, you guys, you know, seen and we, we hugged. And I mean, they, uh, they sacrificed a lot. You know, my brother and sisters, you know, they, they sacrificed a lot for, for me to, you know, just like every other family, I'm sure they sacrificed a lot for, you know, to, to see me through. And, 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 you know, I think I, I, uh, it was a surreal moment that, uh, like I said, that, that means it's probably one of the more special things about hockey that, you know, that, that moment where I got to hug my dad and say, thank you. Oh, you're getting everybody teared up, Steve. I love it, oh, man. Gosh. I'm an emotional guy. Know, this is fantastic. No, it's it's, it's great. Is, uh... We need more of that, man. <laughs> no, it's good to to have you know nostalgia. We love it. Uh, you know, you love the emotion that sports brings out, and you know sometimes we sear like that raw emotion on the ice, and you know, in your case, in the role you played, like you know, pretty yeah. ferocious at times. But then there's the human side of it. And I think that's always important right. to discuss, and, and oh. I like it. And so, and it's always like for you now because you know you you made it to the NHL and you got to. And you got to play for the orders. Obviously, it was one of your favorite teams, which made it even more special. Right. You, know, you scored some big goals uh, in Edmonton as well, which is obviously an added bonus for things. Like when you watch now, like you look at the orders and you see McDavid and you see Drysider. Like how how much like, like more excited are you now because that's your former team and and you're like a, you'll always be an Oiler alumni. Well, you know that's the thing that I was actually talking to some people here today that I worked well actually the last couple of days. 
you know, telling them about this this great opportunity that we get to do be a part of up in in Whitecourt and and help out with the community. But you know, it's it's the Oilers are the only organization that I've been a part of that they've had an active alumni that 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 they've reached out and said, hey, you know, we could really use you today or you know the week's coming or whatever. Is it able? Are you able to work it out and and you know, it's it's fun giving back, but then, you know, talking about like I said, like experiences like you witness and 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 kind of you know the nostalgia. Talking about it, it's it's it makes you appreciate um, the opportunity of, of of being an Oiler and and then obviously being a part of of such a great organization and now you know watching these young guys uh, come up. Hopefully, I'll have the opportunity to meet these guys and and uh you know be able to have, share a coffee with them or whatever and and talk about you know hockey or whatever and, but uh that's the one thing that i love about being being an oiler is once an oiler always an oiler and people they don't really everybody's like oh yeah you know whatever but it's like it, it is true it's you know they they always are accommodating they're always reaching out hey you know and i really appreciate that like i said um it makes you feel part of a, something special and and I wish them nothing but the best in the future, um, you know, in the way they're going right now. So it's pretty cool. Well, Steve, it's always great to catch up with you, man. I know people will be a jam-packed house in Whitecourt on, on the 9th coming up uh, this weekend. Have a lot of fun. Uh, uh, you know, soften up your hands. Maybe get some ivory soap on them and uh, <laughs> d- dangle a few out there. So, uh, And if Strutty's coming up there, watch out for your ankles because he loves to pass off your ankles. <laughs> Right on. I'm I'm excited to see the guys and and uh, and be a part of it. Like I said, I was up there with uh, with Trent before, and and we had such a fun time. And 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 to be able to give back to the community and and be a part of that, uh, you know, some fundraising there. That's 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 what I that's what I love about these kind of things. So I'm I'm privileged and honored to be a part of it. Well, Steve, hopefully we see you in Edmonton next time you're in Edmonton. Uh, you got, of course, an open invitation. Come to the Sports 1440 Studios and spend a little time with us. Well, it's always good to chat with you, buddy. Thanks, Gregor. That is uh, Big Mac, Steve McIntyre. Whew, getting a little emotion on the show. I love it. So, so I can tell you, man, like you could hear Steve, like just thinking about that moment. Like I'll never, obviously it wasn't his first game, but it was his first home game in Edmonton. And just watching that, I just really hadn't seen it before. Right. And, and I just, I have a lot of respect for, for people and especially men nowadays that are comfortable enough to just show their emotions and be okay with it. And you should have seen like, obviously McIntyre's a huge man and his dad and they're hugging and they're crying. And you could just see the reaction of their teammates. Like they understood. And it was a pretty awesome moment. We'll take a quick break and wrap up the uh, Wednesday edition of the Jason Greger show presented by playalberta.ca live on sports 1440, as well as on the YouTube channel for orders nation. Check it out. Subscribe. We return Wednesday afternoon. Hope you're having a great drive home. If you're in, uh, you know, around Wetaska and Edmonton, wherever you're at, hope you're having an awesome day. Be safe on the roads. By the way, if, if you're ever in a traffic snarl, let us know on the text line at 833-401-1440. We'll pass it around. Want everybody to uh, get home uh, with as uh, little amount of stress as uh, as possible. It's always nice if that happens. So lots of texts coming in. 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube Inbox. I like uh, these ones. Hey, guys, I became a huge fan of the orders because of McIntyre. Absolutely loved it. That one comes in from Dan. 
Hey guys, so happy to have you guys back in the radio. My summer season involves driving from Big White to Predator Ridge, and during winter I operate snowcats. I was stunned the morning you went off, but all is good again, and I can sound intelligent when I talk sports with my buddies. <laughs> Great to have you back from Seabass. Well, Seabass, I can't guarantee that, but uh, we will try to uh, help you out for sure. Hey, boys, what a great interview. I found myself trying to throw in an earbud when I have to go into the store and do something to work because I don't want to miss a second of the show. I didn't realize how much I missed this. Thanks for coming back. That one comes from Nash in Whitecourt. Uh, well, Nash, we're happy to be back, and thanks for uh, sharing your day with us. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Uh, you know what? It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. It's definitely great. Hey, Greg's. well, we made it a few days before you make everyone uh, well up. What a great interview. Miss your heartfelt chats from iMac. Well, thanks, iMac. You know what? Hey, um, I love that sort of thing. I, I think all of us, a little bit of emotion's good in sports. Uh, no question about it. And uh, I think everybody who's, if, if you're lucky enough to have a good relationship with your father or with your son, it you know, there's just something special. Obviously with your daughter too, don't get me wrong, but there's just, you know, there's something unique and special about it. And and I've talked about this before and I'm going to keep banging the drum on it. Um, fathers are very important. It uh, There was a line in the book, The Boy Crisis, that mentioned, you know what, we, we wouldn't try to live without air, water, or mothers, but we try to live without fathers. And I think for the longest time, it, it's a role that has been maybe not respected enough. You know, at times, hey, there's some men who don't take it serious enough, and that's unfortunate. But there's lots who do and lots who want to. And you know what? We need to celebrate that more. I think it's awesome. Don't Don't discount yourself if you're a dad the importance you have in your son and daughter's life. It's major, major importance. So take it serious and trust me. I know at certain times, like it's it's a job that you don't necessarily get instant gratification from right away. Sometimes it's a long game for that. But man, I would love to, and I'm going to try to track down Steve's dad because we heard Steve's side of it. Now imagine being the dad who when your son comes up and as a grown man gives you that bear hug, not embarrassed in front of everybody, just to say, hey, thanks. Like you're a big reason why I'm here. Like, are you kidding me? Those are the moments as a father that you would like, that's really at the end of the day, you want, you want your kids to be happy. You want them to be healthy and you want, you want to feel like, you know what? Like I didn't screw up that bad. Right. And you know, that's a moment where all the discipline and all the hard work and you know, all the maybe days, the teenager years, man, that one moment. Cause that's really what it is as a parent. I believe it's, it's, it's about certain moments that really can make or break it for you for sure. So I love it. Guys, great to hear you back on the radio, especially for my drive home. Makes the rush hour grind so much easier to take. Great interview with Smack and Tire. Oh, that's a good nickname, man. The old Smack and Tire. I love that one. Fantastic. So that one uh, comes in from uh, Morgan, which, uh, hey, there you go, baby. You know what? Morgan didn't even have to put his name in the text. But you know why we know it, Cons? Because it's saved in. So anytime you text us, you put your name in it. We get it is uh, it's a fantastic little tool. I'm absolutely uh, loving the fact that uh, we have this on our system. Um, coming up, the Jays. If you missed it, uh, they lost earlier today. Uh, but Canada, huge win. They are on to the semifinals at the FIBA World Championships of basketball. Shai Gilgis Alexander, 31 points today. Another great outing. He was excellent. Canada's good. And and what, what I, now I know people saw the video Dylan Brooks. Like, I have to say, I'm a big fan of Dylan Brooks. Right? Like, I know the Canadians are very respectful. And we are. You know, they got a reputation. Oh, you're so polite. Oh, sorry. Jeez, I bump you. Oh, sorry. Right? Like, we're probably the best at saying sorry. And, you know, Dylan Brooks is kind of like the villain of the NBA. He gives to you know what. He doesn't care. 
And him and Jankic are going after it today. Like, oh, man. Uh, the more I watch him, the more I kind of like it. When he's on your team, it's good to have that guy. Don't you think, Hans? Yeah, you love it. I mean, Canadians, yeah, there, there's that reputation. But look around the NHL. There's a lot of guys that are Canadian that we don't necessarily love when they're the opposition. But when they're on your team, oh, of course you love them. 100%. I mean, <laughs> Brad Marchand. If you can be the Brad Marchand of the NBA, you're a contributor. You do good things, but you also get under the skin. And maybe every once in a while you get ejected. That's okay. Six minutes left. You're up by 15. I think that's what the score was when he was out. I mean, hey, and and he took Luca with him. So that's a pretty fair trade, in my opinion. You take Luke out, that's game over. So, yeah, I like it when he's on your side. Hey, Gregor, I dearly missed uh, you talking about sports. Uh, no one else talks about sports in the fashion you do or with your interviews. Really miss it. Really appreciate it from the Stair Farmer. Well, thanks for that, man. I appreciate that. Um, I think interview, I've always said, uh, interviews, people, when they say, ah, oh, he's not a good interview, well, 50% of the interview comes from the interviewer. So if I'm not asking good questions, well, then I don't expect good answers. So, um, it's something I enjoy doing. I'm curious by nature and I like it. Get a, I didn't expect to get emotional there with Stevie, but I like it. It's great. So, hey guys, the best ever was Jake DeBrus telling Louie he loved him on the ice after the interview during the game. That was pretty awesome. I remember talking to Lou about that one and he said, oh, kind of caught him right in the feels as it should. It's fantastic. And speaking of Lou, I saw the big man strolling around, uh, West Edmonton Mall yesterday, uh, leading up to our show. Uh, his wife had him on a, on a shopping spree. I was dying. So, uh, how'd that go, Big Lou? We might have to, we might have to check in with Lou, see how it went yesterday on his, uh, on a shopping spree around, uh, West Edmonton Mall. So, uh, I think it's hard for the Lou Meister to find a suit jacket that fits the broad shoulders. Right? Pretty broad shoulders. He's, he never misses a bench press day. Never misses a bench, uh, misses a bench press day. I'll tell you that. Uh, also, Good news for all of you uh, NFL fans. Tomorrow night, of course, uh, NFL returns. And uh, we have Detroit and Kansas City. And uh, Brandon Douglas, every Thursday, Brandon, for the most part, he'll be at Thursdays at the Canadian Brew House. Connor is going to be Mondays at the Canadian Brew House. And uh, tomorrow, it's Ellerslie, so get down there. How about the unreal prizes you have? You can win a trip for two to the Super Bowl, dude. This year. Like, you know how much a trip for two to the Super Bowl is worth? Like, one ticket's like 10 Gs, man. So uh, get down to the uh, Brewhouse Ellerslie location tomorrow. Brandon Douglas will be there. Introduce yourself to him. Uh, he's getting into the uh, the hosting events. So make him feel comfortable. Chirp his team. Cons, who's Brandon's team again? Ooh. Is he a Bears fan? He keeps that one tight to the chest. Yeah, to well, we have team. to find out. That's what I thought. I was like, did I forget her? He's a Texans fan. That's why. A Texan fan? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Farm boy, you know, the Texans. I, I think the that's the reason. But, okay. No, oh. I think that was the team he, back in the day he used to play Madden, and it would like okay, randomly well, select that. So, yeah, he's All a right. Texans fan. Okay. Jeez. Well, if there's any other Texans fans in town, you probably want to go there. Not a lot of you together. Yeah, Norman Combine. Maybe uh, go reunite with another Houston fan. Yeah, saddle up. CJ Stroud, Will Anderson. There's some some nice pieces there. Yeah, saddle up. That'll be good. I like it. So we'll uh, have that moving forward, which is a lot of fun. And then the con man is uh, next Monday. He will be out in uh, Lewis Estates. Oh, you're old, so close to home stomping grounds. Bills and Jets yeah. on a Monday. That's actually a pretty good game, man. 
I That's going to be great. Yeah. You got the Bills, who everybody's expecting to be very good, and then you got Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. What are we expecting out of the Jets? So that should be fun. Uh, of course, uh, the other NFL news, uh, if you miss it, in uh, NFL uh, uh, report brought to you by uh, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Where the rates never change, no overtime charges. doesn't matter. Need something fixed? Sell you a bill of Legacy at LegacyHeating.ca. And Travis Kelsey, unlikely to play tomorrow, cons. Cooper Cup is ruled out for sure. On the weekend, so uh, anybody in your fantasy, Connor will have all of that tomorrow. Like, tune it in tomorrow morning at 11 to 12. If you got any ideas on who to play, like, who's going to get all the balls now if Kelsey's not playing for <laughs> Kansas City? Like, think about it. Right? That, that, makes, it, uh, that makes it rather interesting. Pacheco going to go off? I mean, geez. Pacheco, uh, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scanling. Uh, they've got Kadarius Tony. they Sky? Sky Moore, Justin Ross. They, there is options. That's the part, and we talked about it in the fantasy uh, frenzy. Like with the Chiefs, you never really know who Patrick Mahomes is going to, no. you know, find that week. He's going to find an advantage that he can take. He can, you know, find the weak spot in the defense. But who's it going to be? Who's it going to be in the game plan that week? Uh, it's hard to say. Fantasy wise, I don't even know. With Kelsey out, it's a risk. You know, you could pick, uh, let's say, Kadarius Tony. He could end up with twenty points. He could end up with two. It's it's a bit of a mess there. But if you're a fan of the team you know it's going to be a good product. Hey, guys, I just got in the car to go home from work. Hearing Gregor's voice brought a big smile to my face. I miss you guys. Glad you're back on the air from Brad. Brad, we miss talking to you too, man. Trust me. This is a this is a mutual. I think there's all a little bit of, if you're a sports fan, you're just like, oh, okay. We're back. I enjoy it. It's fun. All right, uh, tune in tomorrow, of course. Uh, Kevin Carius, 7 o'clock. Connor Man with the Fantasy Frenzy at 11. And then uh, Big LT will come in from noon until 1 o'clock. That wraps up a busy edition. If you missed any parts of the show, we're gonna. Connor's got all the podcasts up where they used to be, wherever you get your podcasts are there. You can go to YouTube for Orders Nation if you want to rewind the show. Any parts of it, we have the uh, individual interviews up at jasongreger.com. So everything is there. And as always, thanks for listening to The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Coming to you live from the Ewell studio, E-W-E-L dot C-A. Have yourselves a fantastic evening. Let's get to the con man and a sports center update brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Get a Penn's Oil Platinum full synthetic oil change today and receive a $20 digital gift card to over 30 merchants. Book your appointment at jiffylubeservice.ca. Good night.